I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. And joining us right now on the Roman Guest Line is David Bearman of ESPN to talk all things sports betting as we get set for Super Bowl 56. David, welcome back to the show. Let's start off like this. Give us a prop you love. We've been talking about props for two weeks here. Give us a prop that David Bearman of ESPN loves for Super Bowl 56. No score. First five and a half minutes, if you can get it, maybe even five minutes and pay the extra juice. None of the last five Super Bowls have had a score in the first five minutes. And, you know, you can talk about whatever narrative you want. Two weeks of rust, big game, nerves, you know, maybe trying to feel each other out. Or it could just be a coincidence. But I'm not just going to do that because the last five Super Bowls didn't have a score in the first five and a half minutes. I went a little bit deeper and looked at the two teams. Look at the Rams. The Rams don't score early. They do score often. Usually in the second quarter or later, they don't like to score on their first drives very often, and the Bengals haven't either. There were no score, no early scores in the last seven Rams games, including the playoffs. They've only scored in the first five and a half minutes of one time in the last 12 games, or their opponents, by the way. And the Rams have only scored 53 total first quarter points in their last 17 games. The minus 140, minus 150, you have to lay on that, assumes that this will happen about 60% of the time. But when you look at the two teams, including the Bengals, where only one team, whether the Bengals or their opponents, have scored in the first five and a half minutes of their last eight games. Bottom line, Joe, neither one of these teams like to score right out of the gate, so I'm going to take no score first five and a half minutes because even if they do get a score on the first Mm -hmm. drive, it tends to be longer than five minutes. Uh, David, I like that one. Are you concerned at all about correlating too many props into one specific game script early on in the game, because as you were talking about that, I I like that play as well. I like no touchdown on the first possession for each team. These, these are both under teams in the first quarter, as you alluded to that number nine and a half. I was thinking about betting the under there. I was thinking about betting the first half under because, and, and higher scoring second half. Are, Are you concerned about correlating too many into the specific game script that you do have in your mind? I do, and, and I, I try to warn people in some of the columns that, did, that we do that the good thing about having over 2,000 different ways to bet the game is if you do find yourself correlating too much, you can always do stuff on the other side as well. You know, For example, I, I see the Bengals winning a nice, close walk-off field goal. You know, that's what we've seen over the last couple of weeks. 
But so you could bet the Bengals to win by one to six points, but then say, you know what? If it doesn't work the script that I think, go ahead and take the Rams to win by seven to 13 points. You have both sides of it. They're about the same odds, plus 350 to 400 on both sides. If you win one of the two, you win money. And that's the way I look at the game scripts. You can do that, of course, with other things. You can take a Joe Burrow overpassing, but then say, all right, well, well, if they don't pass very well, then obviously the other team's going to rush a lot. So there are many different ways that you can get out of the correlation. But, Joe, I do agree with you. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. I think we see the game in the same way. And then, you know, the kickoff happens and the first play is a 75-yard touchdown. No, Bill Beckham, we lose everything. But um, <laughs> that's the nature of the beast. <laughs> you're, you're betting the Super Bowl and there's so many different ways to do it. And, you know, I, I found this trend a couple of years ago and of no scoring early. and I played it a whole bunch of years in a row. But you're right. There are ways to get out of your correlation if you think you're going too much on one way with over 2,000 ways to bet the game. You can always take something on the other side that'll fit your, the opposite of your narrative. Do you think the kickers will have a big game, and are there any props that you like with either of them? I do, and over the course of the season, Aaron, I've actually played both McPherson and Matt Gay overs a lot. Just coincidentally, these are the two kickers in the Super Bowl. I've played each of their over one-and-a-half field goals and over six-and-a-half points numerous times this season already, and I do like both in this game, and I'll tell you why. Cincinnati is an awful red zone team, as we've seen. Lots of field goals. They have a kicker that can make it from anywhere. And Matt Gay is one of the strongest kickers in the league, having earned the Pro Bowl nomination this year. So both teams have solid kickers, and I don't think they would hesitate to use them. Unlike a lot of the guys that came from the Sean McVay coaching tree, he is not as aggressive as, as a Staley or other people. So if he has a fourth and one on the 30-yard line, he's going to kick the field goal. And you know with Cincinnati having McPherson who can kick it to 65, 70 yards, that they're going to use their field goal kicker when they have to. You know, this is a Super Bowl. This isn't one of those, let's, you know, let's play around and see what we can do in the fourth quarter. You want to score when you have it. I like what Joe said about you know, field goals early, and I do think I'm going to play both kickers over one-and-a-half field goals because at the end of the day, these teams will settle for scores early in the game, as we've seen even last year in the Chiefs-Bucks game. There were a whole bunch of field goals as well. David, I was reading your column over to ESPN Chalk about the winning margin. And it's interesting because, you know, two different kinds of game scripts, two different kinds of ways it could go. Um, and the feeling that you wrote is like, look, if Cincinnati wins, probably close. And you get more money if you pick the winning margin um, than if you just take the money line. And the same thing with, with the, the Rams. You can get really good plus money if you get them and maybe a, a bigger margin. Take us through your thoughts on how each of these teams might win score-wise and how that could impact how much money you make. Yeah, and I think that that is that is one way to play it. Obviously, you can play the money lines, you can play the spread. Those are obviously the most popular things. But I think the margin of victories give you give you like ranges where you can get bang for your buck. And, and you had mentioned that I like Cincinnati by one to six points at plus three seventy is my main main script. Because if you look at if you look at the Bengals, they're a team that have played twelve of their twenty games this season. Percent as one score games, forty five percent of them have been decided by three points or less. They're a Cinderella team. They're not a team that, that you know, goes out there and blows teams out, and they've played a whole bunch of one-score games. You look at the other side of the thing, the Rams. When the Rams win, the Rams win, and they win big. You've seen that. They, they've won 10 of their 12 wins this season, the regular season, or by a touchdown or more. Yeah, they had some close games in the playoffs, but keep in mind, they were blowing out the Bucks before they allowed them to come back. And, of course, that, you know, the Niners seemed to have their number, so they were trailing them before coming back, but they were also blowing them out 
at the end of the regular season game that was decided by the 49ers late. So the Rams are sort of a boomer bust team. You see them winning by 10 to 15 or they lose the game. And when it comes down to the nitty gritty, Cincinnati has proven that no stage has been too big for them. They're going to, the rookie kickers kicking game winning field goals every single week. Joe Burrow's not phased if they're down. So the game script I see is Cincinnati winning a one. But if they don't play the way Cincinnati has been playing and the Rams control the game, I see them winning by double digits, which allows you to bet the Rams at 7 to 12, which is plus 410. So my philosophy there is by 1 to 6 at close to 4 to 1, Rams by 7 to 12 at 4 to 1, and you win either one of them, you're going to get about 3 to 1 on your money. Now, it could go the opposite way. The Rams could win by a walk-off field goal or Cincinnati could win by a blowout. That's just not the way the games have gone this season. So I'm playing the stats, I'm playing the game flow, and I'm hedging myself a little bit with two different bets there. With David Behrman, ESPN Chalk, this is BetQL Daily. What is your, maybe you have a couple, uh, favorite player props in the game? Uh, Flair Paraflats, I think Joe Burrow over one and a half touchdowns. I know there's high juice on that, but I think he's going to get two touchdown passes. This is a team that when they do score, they also get behind early in a lot of games that when they speed things up late, Joe Burrow tends to throw those. He has the Higgins, he has Boyd, he has a couple of good tight ends, and of course he has Jamar Chase out there. So I think that's one that I'm going to play and hope the juice comes down. But I also saw a couple of boosts out there that are telling you that you can get it you know, at, at lower value if you hop in on certain dates. I also think the quarterbacks are going to run more often than you think they are. This is a one game for all the marbles. This isn't one of those where you're just going to throw the ball away. I think both Stafford and Burrow will tuck the ball and run if they don't have anything. So I'm going to be playing the over on attempts and the over on rush yards also understanding that one of these two guys is probably going to get a couple of kneel downs, so keep that in mind. Hopefully it's not a seven-yard kneel down like Pat Mahomes screwed everybody two years ago with. Um, but I do <laughs> think that's going to happen. And, again, I like both kickers over, and I would not be surprised if T. Higgins has a big game because all of the attention has been on Jamar Chase, understandably so. But if you look at some of the metrics with Jamar Chase, he has far exceeded – what the expected receiving yards has been in almost every game of the season. So maybe the analytics needs to change to match what Jamar Chase is doing. But based on his route running and based on the type of play calls that Cincinnati has had over the course of the year, the next-gen stats have shown that, that Chase has far exceeded what he's supposed to be doing. So I'll probably be playing the under on Jamar Chase uh, receiving yards because it's up in the 80s when it really should be in the 60s. But then again, this is a guy who – could catch a 60-yard pass in any given time. So you live dangerously with that one, but I'll be, I'll be fading that one and playing the under. Awesome. What about some touchdown props? Have you thought about any first touchdowns or any time touchdowns? Um, ironically, because I just said that I'm going to be playing the under in Jamar Chase yards, I'm actually going to take him to score the first touchdown because he's the guy <laughs> that the Bengals go to in the red zone a lot. I also think Cam Akers has some value as the running back because when they get towards the goal line, the Rams like to, to, to run the ball towards the goal line with, with Akers. Um, but the first score of the game, I think, is going to be a field goal. I mentioned it earlier, so I'm going to be playing. Uh, I'm going to be playing Matt Gay field goal to be the first score of the game, not the first touchdown, just the first score. I think the Rams get on the board as the first score, and it's going to be a field goal. David Behrman, ESPN, joining us here, talking Super Bowl 56 props. Um, David, there's so many different angles here to look at with this game. One that is always interesting, you mentioned the first five, five and a half minutes, lower scoring, no no scores in that time. Um, 
when you think about the game and how it's going to play out itself and, and, and your thoughts on it, do you think we're going to get the points to come later in that first half? Or is this a second half game? Because you could, you know, you could obviously bet on which quarter, which half the most points are scored in. Uh, my f- feeling is that we're going to get a slower start in through the first half and we get more points in the second half. How do you read that one? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I do agree with you on that one, and for the main reason is I don't know what Zach Taylor says at halftime, but the Bengals have been among the best third-quarter teams in football this year. So I'll be looking at the Bengals to win the third quarter and to hit the over in the third quarter because just the statistics have shown that the Bengals come out, they tend to be down at the half for whatever reasons that we don't understand, um, but they win the third quarter all the time. So I would project that the third quarter for the Bengals and that it will be the highest-scoring quarter, uh, being careful that if you do get the overtime, that that obviously counts for the fourth quarter. But the books have that priced in. So I do think it's a situation where the game starts off slow. The Rams eventually take probably a three to 10 point halftime lead. The Bengals come back and square things up in the third quarter. Basically the game script that we have seen them do time and time again recently. David, I'm curious, uh, since you work on the digital side, uh, when it comes to the Super Bowl, what gets the most clicks from sports bettors? Because a, a lot of shows, a lot of people on TV, they love to talk about the entertainment novelty stuff, but bettors know that you can only bet so much. Um, I'm so I'm curious if the sports bettors over at ESPN, uh, if they're interested in that kind of stuff, and uh, if you have a thought on any of those. Yeah, believe it or not, the, 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 the public who reads our stuff really, really likes the big bets, the, 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 the stories that talk about the big bets. Mattress Mac, we all love them. The furniture magnet in Houston, he made a $4.5 million dollar bet. <laughs> he made a $4.5 million dollar bet on the Bengals. That is our most, most read story. Uh, it was our most read story last year when he did it on Tampa. Uh, so time and time again, people love reading about that. I can tell you that we have a printable props guide that we send out uh, the Thursday of the Super Bowl. So it'll be out tomorrow. It's basically a prop sheet that has six to ten props on each side, plus the generic ones like coin toss. People print it out and bring them to the parties. Uh, that gets a lot of pub. People love the props. Whenever we do stories on coin tosses or national anthem or wacky type stuff like, you know, when a, we did a feature story from David Purdom about when the safety went over, the ball snapped over Peyton Manning's head. Um, and it was the first play of the game, and it was the third consecutive mm-hmm. Super Bowl where there was a safety and the books lost their butt on that. That story does well. Um, and then we have a, we basically have a running blog that we run on digital that is all of the notable bets being made during the two weeks of the Super Bowl, which includes the Mattress Mac bet as well as any other six-figure bet. Those are the type of things that the readers love to read. 
Uh, but we're also trying new things. Matthew Berry, our, you know, obviously our talented Mr. Roto, uh, our fantasy wizard, stepped over to the betting side this year because betting is now legal in Connecticut where we all live. And he talks about his experiences and learning about sports betting and what he's looking at in the Super Bowl. That was actually out this morning, and it's doing pretty well. So I think the, the mixture of your fantasy season ended weeks ago, if not months ago, what can we do on the betting side to enjoy the game? And it's new to a lot of Americans and a lot of the stories about what you can do to gamify your Super Bowl experience, whether it be props, square pools, um, type stuff. All that stuff does, does really, really well during the Super Bowl time. Mattress Mac doesn't even need to advertise for his furniture no. store. He gets all this pub. <laughs> it's crazy. And he had a rough run as well. Any, we have like a minute or less. Um, anything else you'd like to add? Um, sure. I, I think the Bengals won a close one here, but it wouldn't surprise me if the Rams use their, you know, the talent they have to, to finally win the Super Bowl for the city and for Stafford. But I still see the Bengals winning this as a close walk-off field goal for Mr. McPherson, who went to the same school I did, the University of Florida. So give that a shout-out. Um, and, yeah, check out our stuff on ESPN Chalk. Best Bets is out there. Clay's column's out today. And, and, and Chris Berman, the Swami, will have his Super Bowl pick on Friday. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to check out the Swami. Thank you. We appreciate it. David Behrman, ESPN on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for EDL from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BeckQL. We still have a ton to get to in this show. Sean Pendergrass next hour. We'll also talk to our buddy Patrick Everson for covers next hour. And next, NBA College Hoops right here on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.